0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KPRC2 Sports Podcast, episode number 11. Great to have you with us. We thought we'd talk some Astros baseball because we're wrapping up the regular season. And, of course, postseason will start five, six days later uh, after the little break during the wild car round. Uh, We're going to talk Astros baseball with a guy you know well, Adam Wexler from Sports Talk 790. It's been many years here at KPRC2. Good to see you, man. Thanks for hanging out. Great being in the building once again. I mean, you walked right in. You knew exactly where to go. You probably have a badge to get in still. Could have sat at my desk. (laughs) matter of fact, you went right to it, didn't you? Hey, uh, Wex, we're going to talk for a few minutes for our uh, listeners and uh, viewers as well on the podcast. Uh, It's it's that time of the year. It's uh, uh, about to hit October. Playoffs are about to start. Let's talk some Astros because, hey, they've already clinched waiting to clinch that number one seed still. I think it's going to happen hopefully this weekend. Um, what are your thoughts right now as, as you get closer and as you look at the potential matchups that they could see in that ALDS round?
1: Well, I mean, It's one of those four teams been battling for the wild card for the past several weeks between the Mariners, the Blue Jays, and the Rays, and actually their spots haven't really changed at all for about three weeks now. Blue Jays sitting in the fourth spot, which means they would host. Most likely that would be the Rays, but the Astros yeah. have a big say in that. If the Astros wouldn't have the Rays, had a sweep over the Rays the first time, the Rays would be number 4. And if the Astros mm-hmm. take care of business against the Rays here at home a second time, then that leaves the door open for the Mariners to still slide up past them and potentially be the team uh, that the, plays the Blue Jays with a chance to come to Houston. I think the Astros are fine either way. It's pretty obvious with you know a gap of 15 to 20 games between the Astros and those three teams uh, that they're significantly better than them, even though their season series against the Blue Jays was... Uh, only two wins in six games. They actually outscored them, uh, so I'm fine with that. Obviously, fine with the Mariners, who they beat six times in seven games right after the break. So while they yep. never saw the Mariners with Castillo, they never saw the Mariners with Haniger, and the Mariners have obviously played well enough to stay in the wild card race. That matchup is fine. I mean, at some point you have to recognize who the Astros are, mm-hmm. and they're just that much better than everybody else. Granted, it's baseball and it's a short series. That is dangerous. But you're throwing an ace-level pitcher every single time in every playoff game. The entire postseason, when you're one through four, is Verlander, Valdez, Javier or McCullers, and then Javier or McCullers. It's, it's not, there's no rotation better than that.
0: As good as the pitching is, though, I still get nervous at times, and we've seen it kind of off and on during the course of the season. Is As good as the pitching is, I, I know they've won over 100 games. We know that. But this offense sometimes just goes silent. You you've seen the stretches too. That's my concern going into the postseason: is are they going to pitch a uh, face a staff that's also maybe not to their level, but still really good? And if your offense is quiet, that five day break also bothers me a little bit. Uh, That's where I kind of get a little bit nervous in this ALDS round.
1: Yeah, I think having a Jose Altuve as your leadoff hitter is a huge asset as it relates to that five days off, like. I feel like right now I could give you know the viewers and listeners a guarantee on October 11th at Minute Maid Park when the Astros go to the bottom of the first inning in a nothing nothing game in Game One he's going to swing at the first pitch and that might dictate how the whole series <laughs> it goes. Might. But and he things, might hit a home run. You know, like like the the five days it. off is a concern, but you know any little minor ankle sprain like with Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. That's so recent that another couple of days off, he's going to play in these games at the end of the season. But I think the days off will help him. They're going to have to do some sim work with some of the other pitchers. Mm -hmm. But Verlander and Valdez probably line up to pitch the last two games of the season, I would think, is how they're going to do it. And probably not seven or eight innings, more like five or six.
0: Well, it falls into kind of where it, they're it's just, with, the, with the rest. That's it's
1: perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think you'll be able to do that and kind of keep them on regular rest. And then everybody else could be like Luis Garcia, who had extra juice on his fastball. And I don't even know who's going to make the, the final 12 or 13-man ALDS staff, but offensively speaking, your one through five is going to dictate how you do. Yeah. Altuve, uh, Peña who should stay there, where he's been almost um, the whole year in that two spot since Brantley left, right. and your three, four, five is as good as you get in baseball.
0: It really is. I, I want to I talk now and go back to the pitching because that seems like that's a hot topic. I imagine you, know, you guys talk about it a lot on your show. Who's not making Who is going to be left out? What good pitcher is not going to make this rotation? I mean, are you looking uh, at uh, Javier being in the rotation and maybe Garcia bullpen in the playoffs? I'm looking at Javier
1: be- in the rotation because okay. I cannot ignore the numbers. I, I think it yeah. almost hurts him that our perception is, man, he's been so good out of the bullpen in the postseason before yeah. we already know he can do it, so why don't we just go that route again? Well, that season he had not established himself as the starter he did this season. He's been on one of the, t- in my opinion one of the ten best starters in the AL, and the numbers are all there to back it up. He's had five games where he's allowed one hit or less in five Plus innings, only one other pitcher in the league has done right. that. He should be in the rotation in one of those road games, either game three or game four. I expect him to get that nod. And I wouldn't even guarantee that Garcia makes it, only because they might only carry 12. Um, Garcia, Seth Martinez, Louis, uh, even Jose Arcadie potentially, and Will Smith, probably Phil Maton. There's probably five guys looking for those last two spots. If they only keep twelve, if they keep thirteen, maybe it's a little bit. How weird
0: is that going to be when you got name guys that have contributed in some cases, like a Garcia, big time, Arcidi at times as well, not on the roster. Yeah,
1: it might just be timing. Garcia's last handful of starts, he's won six of his last seven. He's six and zero in his last seven starts. His last start was obviously very good. The start before that was very good. He might just be pitching well at the right time to maybe take that spot. Or Keedy's kind of the other way around, and he might still have a chance, and he kind of did that his last start to maybe right the ship. You might see a right-handed heavy lineup in the Blue Jays, Maybe that means Dusty can be convinced we don't need Will Smith in the bullpen because it. it's a, such a right-handed, dominant group. But it may be a guy where he thinks, well, in a late-inning situation, when they come to their lefties, even though there's a three-batter minimum, which I think is a disaster for the Astros, <laughs> it has been ever <laughs> since it's been there, whether it's Blake Taylor or Brooks Raley, right. maybe Will Smith, uh, they just they might get lefties out, but what? the other team's going to throw righties at them. They never get them out.
0: What about uh, – uh- the, when you look at Dusty and the decisions they've got to make uh, on that, is it an analytics kind of approach? I mean, they, obviously that plays a big role in baseball. We know that. But when they're determining this roster, is that kind of what you're getting at when they're looking at their opponent they're going to break down that lineup and say, who do we need? What arms do we need for this particular round?
1: Yeah, when the season ends on the fifth, they're, they're not going to know who they're going to keep. And I think yeah. they're going to let their pitchers know that they don't know, because whether it's the Rays, who have a little bit different makeup to what they'll be throwing at the Astros, and there is a little bit more of a balance in their, in their group of hitters. And similarly with the Mariners, the Mariners have a handful of hitters. I do think they'll look at specific matchups. Let's say Phil Maton has, you know, faced the Mariners four, five, six times this year because it's the division team and his numbers are good and he's gotten lefties out. He would obviously be beneficial on the morning of the 11th to confirm, yes, Phil, you're, right. you're a part of this group. So I definitely think they'll look at all those things. It is such a short series. You, you, you've you got to play some of those matchups with the numbers that you have. It's just like everything else in baseball. We have the the numbers. We have to use it. Unless baseball tells us we can't use it. Oh, he hits the ball here hmm. every single time? Maybe we should put a guy in the shift there. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, slow down. Let's go ahead and make some rules changes. That's right. Hey, this is going to be fun, man. I I want to
0: ask you real quick. and we got a few more minutes here on this week's edition. We had we had Jeff Blum on last week, and mm-hmm. he talked about, uh, the obviously, the job Dusty Baker has done. I'm going to ask you your thoughts on that because there's so much being said right now about Dusty's future. What does he want? versus maybe what the organization route might be when the season is over. What are you thinking and hearing right now that, that, that they're maybe considering and may go? I mean, because you got a guy that, what if they win the World Series? Is that gonna be enough for Dusty? And Dusty himself is gonna say, all right, I got my ring now as a manager or no I want to come back and then they say eh, maybe not we need yeah, to go another based ex-
1: on what he said it sounds like he wants to come back under every single scenario including like it, yeah. winning the world series now maybe that changes in a month after he goes through the playoffs after yeah. he enjoys it cuz he has never experienced it before so you never know how someone might react but I think He's been around so long. If he knows that he wants to go for a second one after he finally gets his first one, and his path to get it, if he does, uh, is one that's historic uh, for as much as he's accomplished as a manager right. and all these 90 win seasons, these division championships with every team he's had, the playoff visits with every team he's been the manager for. We'll see how he feels, but I think he's made it pretty clear that he wants to be back, which now puts it on ownership. But when you add to it the fact that James Click is not under contract either, is it a a clean sweep? Can you spin this into that? Well, if we're getting rid of the general manager, well, I'm going to hire a new general manager, and he's going to want to hire a a manager. So does that give you a secondary out to say, Dusty, we're not going to give you an extension to give you a new contract?
0: That's what I'm – okay, I'm totally confused. I think a lot of fans are too is – why is that even a topic with James Click? That I, I don't understand that. Give me some clarity on that because here's a guy you, you, the team is winning, winning big. It's a no-brainer unless he doesn't want to be here for some reason. It's yeah.
1: because they're in the most unique situation. Who who fires their GM and their manager after a visit to the World Series? Exactly. Well, the Astros did it. Now, they were well, forced to do it. circumstances. That's why they're in this situation, yeah. though, because you ended up hiring the manager first. You hired Dusty Baker just a handful of days before the season's spring training started. You hired the general manager after. And, again, going back to the premise of who gets rid of their manager and GM when you're winning, well, that means the manager, Dusty, the general manager, James Click. they took over a team that's the, world, the best team in the league. Right. That's also rare. So you're right, they haven't messed it up. But this team was going to win probably with anybody in those spots. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to say they would have made it to the ALCS every year, which they have, and they deserve credit for that. The bullpen has been completely reshaped outside of Presley, all by moves made uh, by James Click. Most of the offense are Mm -hmm. moves made by Jeff Luno, and most of these guys are Jeff Luno guys, the entire pitching staff on the starting side, other than Justin Verlander. They're Luno guys. And Verlander, I don't is even Clint think, is a quick guy for that? because he... he's a Crane guy. And that's <laughs> the other part of it. It all ties together. They have an owner now, maybe a little bit different than Jim Crane as an early owner. He's much more involved. We know he handles pretty much the entire Justin Verlander negotiation. He's, he's so involved that I think that hurts the GM, whoever it might be, because the owner feels like these are... My hand, I've stamped these moves. I've made these things happen. I can continue to right. do that. So maybe it's an opening to, again, move on. It, it's just puzzling. To, it's still puzzling to I me. think there's some personality issues among the three of them. Maybe I'm not a big fan of yours. You're not a big fan of mine. Could I'm be. Not a big fan yeah, of Yeah, there his. could be some
0: internal stuff. It's just, it, it's funny because it, it, it's a hot topic. And here you are, I've got a team that's over 100 wins. And, it
1: will be asked when yeah. they're sitting at the podium before game three, before a game six, after a game seven, after they advance. Right. You still don't have a contract for next year, Dusty. Things like they will happen.
0: Well, it's like during the season, it leads you to believe something is going on behind the scenes because why, why wouldn't during the course of this season, why wouldn't Jim Crane say, hey, we've reached an agreement? We got we, you know we've extended uh, James Click's deal or uh, Dusty or whatever. None of that has even been brought to anybody's attention. Yeah,
1: I I think the element from his standpoint is that's forget about it. I, I, you may want it. I'm not. That's not what we're going to do, James. You continue to try to manipulate the roster. Do what we need done. Dusty, you go out and manage like you've always done and. We'll address it when, when yeah. I feel it's time oh, to address it. It's
0: going to be really interesting to see how that thing plays out. All right, as we wrap it up, uh, just thoughts on the postseason. You know who's probably getting in and going where, ever they are in each round. How do you think this is going to play out? Let's start with the National
1: League first. Lot I can't wait to watch the National League playoffs. Yeah. Man, I, there's some really good teams out there. Yeah. I think beyond the Astros and the Yankees and the AL, that's everyone's saying it's one of the two of them. Most people yeah. are saying the Astros. It's not the same in the National League. You might have, you know, one out of three people saying the Mets, one out of three saying the Braves, one out of three saying the Dodgers. That tells you how good the Mets and Braves are because the Dodgers are as far ahead of everybody else in their league as the Astros are in the AL. Yeah. They've been unbelievable and they're still not, to me, overwhelming favorites to win the NL only because the Braves and their pitching staff I, is incredible. That, I, I, and all these kids that they've locked up with these long-term deals, the gift they got in Freeman's replacement with Matt Olsen, they're absolutely loaded. I think the Braves, the defending World Series champions, are better than they were last year. So I think they they might be the team that I I might kind of wild card as a pick. Uh, I do think they will be. I would put the Mets third, the Braves second, and I can't ignore how good the Dodgers are yeah. as the one, two, three Dodgers, Braves, Mets to come out of the National League.
0: All right, and they, by the way, the Mets and Braves I think played play each other this weekend, and the so. Braves
1: fans are stoked because <laughs> Jake Odorizzi won't be pitching in any of those games. <laughs>
0: hey, and uh, lastly, American League Astros are where they are. They're on the verge of getting that number one seed. Uh, there's there, you know, this is going to be a, a, a tough postseason as well. Do you see them coming out of the American League and getting back to the World Series?
1: I do. I do think it's rather conceited of me and many others who think it's almost automatic. Well, they've been in the ALCS five years. They're about possibly going to you know tie the franchise record in wins. They've got a big gap over the Yankees. They've outplayed everybody for the last two months. They have a winning record. They have ten games over 500 against the five other teams headed to the postseason. That number could go up as they go through the Rays or down. But in baseball, it's just not that easy. If this were basketball, everybody would be picking the Astros. They'd be like the Warriors. Why wouldn't they come right. out? You play a seven-game series, the better team's going to win. It's just not like that in baseball. If it were, mm-hmm. uh, I'd definitely I'd put it in pen. I'll absolutely put it in super sharp, dark, bolded pencil. The <laughs> Astros are going back to the World Series. I would think it'll be the Yankees in the ALCS? I, I think Look the up. Yankees will All win right. their one series needed to meet the Astros and have their bye-bye to the playoffs. Again, hand-delivered. By the Astros.
0: All right. He is Adam Wexler, Sports Talk 790. Of course, been in in H-Town. How many years in radio now? Oh,
1: the, the 90s start my turn. Wow. Through... Media here in Houston, so we'll leave it there. But we're You're getting old, close man. to the 30-year no, mark. Kidding.
0: This guy's awesome, man. Uh, catch him uh, every afternoon on uh, the A Team Sports Talk 790 from what uh, three three to, to 6, six every night, afternoon. Awesome. Let's do it again. Hopefully during the postseason as well. Maybe this will extend a little while. Looking forward to it. All right, Adam Wexler, hanging out with us on the KPRC Two Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening and watching, and we will do it again next week. Have a great weekend, everybody.